Welcome back to Clash Tips. Super excited to have Cole and T here with me tonight. Going to give an update for July 2021. We just finished, or actually we're just about to finish CWL, so we're going to talk a little, little bit about that. Have a few other things that we want to talk to, but we have not met Cole yet, and Cole is absolutely amazing. He's one of my favorite players in all of Sons of Guns. I just love him to death. He is a superstar. Cole. How are you doing? <laughs> thanks, thanks for hyping me up. I wish I played like a superstar. <laughs> you um, do play like a superstar. You're amazing. <laughs> so, Cole, tell us what town hall levels do you play? Maybe a little bit of your clash history. Uh, what clans have you been involved with? Stuff like that. Yeah, so right now I play a town hall 14 and then a town hall 11. Uh, the town hall 11 is probably semi-maxed. And with the new update, I would... I don't really know where I'd put the Town Hall 14. I mean, it seems like the list is inevitable for Town Hall 14. Um, it, was, it was at 60% and now went down to 38%. <laughs> doubled up on the update. It kind of just, the list grows even longer. But I've joined Clash. I actually started playing Clash in 2012, like right when it dropped. I was, you know, I was a kid. I was in high school and I was like, all right, well, you know, what a kid does when they don't want to pay attention in class. So I got a phone game, and uh, I started playing since then. I took probably a couple years break. Um, I didn't really have anybody to play with, so stopped playing. Came back uh, three years ago. Uh, I was with a clan with a bunch of my friends in college. It kind of got to the point to where it wasn't fitting what I was looking for. I found myself being the only one taking it seriously. It just it wasn't fitting my requirements. I had had other clan members who left for a little bit and then came back, but they told me about EYG and I applied and I've been here since August of last year. And, you know, I'm loving every bit of it. It it's much better than what I was in and it fits what I was looking for. So it's, it's great. Yeah, it definitely has a good vibe that I get. I'm guessing that's where you met T at and was T instrumental in getting you into sons of guns. It's kind of the whole recruitment process. Uh, you know, you go into EYG and they do an interview room and it just kind of was one of those things where, to, to Sons of Guns, I fit the best. I mean, I was a pretty low, I think, 13 at that time. Not low, but a rush 13, and it just kind of fit perfectly. Uh, I I mean, I got into Sons of Guns, and, you know, immediately with T's help, I mean, my development was just – or, like, my base development, Heroes, et cetera, it just skyrocketed. I mean, I – within six months, I was near max on Heroes – uh, so it, you know, it, it really took off. All because of T. T. Hold on, I I think I hear the girls calling in the background. T. <laughs> T. T. Please give us T. Yep. No. Sorry, they're knocking down my door right now. I'm gonna have to go outside and tell them that they're at the wrong house. They're gonna have to go. They have to go up to New York to find T. Hold on, let me go tell them real quick. <laughs> yeah, of course. The, the thing that brings all the girls to the yard is don't class tell strategy. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't tell the fiance that uh, you right. have all these adoring fans that want your number. <laughs> no, you know what's you know what's funny? She just hit Town Hall 13, Snap. almost a year on the dot from when she started. That's and awesome. did it with a max uh, Archer Queen and a max warden for town hall 12 yeah so that was yeah killing it yeah she's crushing it like she does she has like no interest in warring but like actually has a lot of fun like the one of the reasons why i got into clash is it's it's like spreadsheet the game <laughs> with, mm-hmm. like optimizing and grinding and all that stuff and she really enjoys that part of it so she's having a lot of fun yeah so i played a lot of that 
uh, SimCity. I played a lot of SimCity back in the day, and that's essentially what Clash is. I mean, you're building up your buildings one at a time. Granted, it was on a different time scale. Clash takes years to play when, you know, I could build up a big city in a couple hours with SimCity. I played a lot yeah. of uh, World of Warcraft or Warcraft 2. Uh, mm-hmm. T, I, I think I remember you saying that you played a lot of Warcraft back in the day, yeah. right? I played uh, 2v2 competitively and the peak of my friend Eden and I got to, I think we were 41 in the world. Wow. Uh, at, our, at our highest. Holy but that cow. Was, that was like my first experience in like online competitive play. So honored to be in your, in your presence. Like, this is <laughs> I mean, we didn't, we didn't win. So, <laughs> so let me be there. That's just, that's just like you know the the random back of the day when there was probably you know, a thousand people playing that game uh, that we were ranked that. But. Yeah, well, there's some serious money going around in Clash these days. I mean, what mm-hmm. the, the 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 prize for winning Clash Worlds is a million bucks, right? Yeah, that's insane. That's that's cr- crazy. It shows how much money's being put in for them to be able to afford that. Like think of the the millions and billions of dollars that have to go in the game. I mean that's ridiculous. That's crazy. Yeah, Supercell's got a lot of uh, income streams. Let's yeah. let's put it that way. Very true. So Supercell offered some packs at the beginning of the month. Did you guys buy any of the packs? Hell um, no. <laughs> Cole, did you buy any? No, the, the first ones that came out at the beginning. I mean they were they were really bad. Now I will say I did buy today. The pack that was on there, the two dollar book of heroes. I mean, I to- I totally missed that. Is there one on today? Yeah, it's in the special offers. I mean, I had it in the special offers. Uh, you know, it kind of just depends on how you look at it. But I, I looked at it as you know, it's usually five hundred gems for a book of heroes and a trader, and five hundred gems to supercell is five bucks. So I basically saved three dollars. And with the list of, with the list of pets, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I'll probably buy that whenever it comes out. T, are you gonna get it? Um, I don't see it in my shop. I'm looking now, and I, think, I don't. I think Cole is he's special. I mean, Cole I don't know how it's in like mine, that, or they just know I'm going to be the one to buy it. <laughs> I mean, well, we would totally we, buy it too. Yeah, like to me, the only here's the thing, right? When they when Supercell offers packs, the only ones that I will buy are the cosmetics because I'm a sucker. And Book of Heroes or Book of Everything for less than five dollars. Those are mm-hmm. the only ones that I that yep. I'll purchase. Yeah, those typically me too. And actually, um, of the last podcast that me and T and Hizzle were on, I don't know if you remember T, but Hizzle was telling us how he had locked himself in the closet and he could talk about how he had bought all these packs and he wouldn't get in trouble with his girlfriend because she wouldn't hear what he said. Well, after I put out the episode, he said that he actually was sharing his AirPods with his girlfriend. <laughs> And he totally forgot that he said all that. And, and that part came up and his girlfriend was like, wait a second. <laughs> How much money are you spending on this game? <laughs> yeah. So I don't but- know. I, in my budget program, like I have obviously, you know, if you've heard me speak for more than, you know, 10 minutes ever, you would not be surprised to know that I have a budget program. But in my budget program, I have a gaming line and like my fiance has full access to see how much that I'm spending. So that, that more than anything keeps me in line for how many packs. that I'm <laughs> You know what I do? 
is is I just buy I don't buy a whole lot honestly uh, honestly I don't buy a whole lot but I do buy stuff the way that I cover it is whenever whenever Tips Girl or, or Meg my wife is playing I'm just like oh you need to buy this and this and this and this that way she doesn't <laughs> look at what I'm buying she's like you're such an awesome husband thank you so much for letting me buy all this stuff yeah and then she doesn't realize that you're at you've already bought all of those things and more no <laughs> so huge props to hizzle he's actually proposing this weekend whoop, whoop, whoop. that's so hopefully yeah <laughs> hopefully when this so this pod we're recording this on thursday uh what's today 23rd no no, no 23rd today's the 8th and it's going to come out on sunday which is three days from now and so he's evidently going to be asking on saturday so what i'm hoping is that it doesn't come out and then we find out on sunday his little message messages all of us and he's like yeah sorry guys she said no <laughs> that would be pretty That's bad not gonna happen. <laughs> i got faith in his <laughs> he's an awesome dude so he said that they're both big fans of the office and so oh, I he love has he said he said he has several fake proposals planned <laughs> building up to the real proposal. So <laughs> I can't wait till he gets back to talk about some of his stories. That's gonna be great. <laughs> yeah. I had a I had a friend who um for more than a year, I, I don't remember the specific amount of time, but for more than a year he would do that to his uh then fiance, where he would be on one knee when she turned around from doing something and he would just ask her something completely innocuous and just be like, Oh, Hey, did you drop this? You know what I mean? Like for over a year. And so when he finally proposed, she just slapped him in the face. <laughs> I was like, and then, and then said yes, but you know what I mean? Like, I just, that was my favorite story. Cole, I don't think I've ever asked you. I know that uh, T has a, an SO, but do you have an SO? Yeah, I have a, a girlfriend. Her name's Catherine, um, but she goes by Cat. Uh, and we've been dating, going to come up on two years here on the 14th. So, mm, so I'm not going to ask any questions just in case she listens to this podcast. Um, <laughs> I, I, funny, I have a funny feeling she won't be. Um, but it's it's okay. Hey, it's it's my <laughs> So does, does Cat play uh, Clash of Clans at all? No, definitely not. Um, uh, she's not she, as, much, as much of a nerd as you are. She's on TikTok a lot, which is, um, which, like I said, is what everybody's probably doing right now. So it's mm. it's nothing. Yeah. So just an FYI, Clash Tips podcast has zero plans of starting a TikTok account. So I don't think you have your girlfriend has anything to worry about and having to keep up with this show for sure. She'd probably laugh if if she saw the TikTok and be like, "Hey, I was a part of that." She'd probably laugh, honestly. <laughs> So uh, Supercell put out the new gold pass and they have an interesting Jungle King hero skin. I'm curious to see what the Jungle King looks like in game. Um, I didn't look up any of the the preview animation things that the YouTubers do. Right. So it looks cool in game in like the little window in gold pass. Mm-hmm. I'm curious to see what it looks like actually in an attack. But well, so cool. I, I looked up some details about what the outfit is representing and i found some really really cool stuff and in fact this may be this may be one of the coolest skins they've ever put out not necessarily based on the look so i i thought it kind of looked like a lego man at first i thought it was like lego king i didn't realize it was like jungle king 
but uh that little sword thing that he had as it has in his hand isn't uh exactly a sword it's called an aztec maquadal and i was really curious because i'd never really heard of it before never really seen it i, I mean maybe i'd seen it a little bit so i looked up the maquadal on youtube and there was an episode of a series called man at arms have you ever heard of that before yeah so in man at arms it's it's a reality TV show and they make all these different epic battle wear. So they'll make huge like knight swords. They'll make, you know, lots of really, really cool stuff. And one of the episodes showed them making an Aztec McQuaddle and it was very, very cool. I'll actually post a link to that video in the show notes. So if anybody wants to go to see what an actual McQuaddle sword looks like, which is the one that the jungle King has super cool. So they, Whatever they made it, they used a really tight-grained wood piece. Kind of looked like a cricket bat, uh, mm-hmm. almost like, you know, something that your dad would paddle you with back in the day. <laughs> and then Brutal. around the sides, they put these wickedly sharpened obsidian stones, also known as huh. volcanic glass. Um, and evidently, volcanic glass can be sharpened more sharp than any steel. So this obsidian stone, which was used by the Aztecs back in the day, was essentially more deadly than any any sword that a knight would use, you know, back in the mid-15th century. Um, its nickname was the Obsidian Chainsaw. And yeah, I it could was, see that for sure. It was one of the most feared weapons ever wielded by Aztec war- warriors during that time. Some of the cool benefits are that it's a lot lighter than metal because, I mean, it's made of wood, and it just has the obsidian stone, stone that's sharpened to a T, <laughs> to a T. <laughs> All around. <laughs> so that they would, it was super light and they could take it and swing it in battle. And in some of my research, uh, it said that the McQuaddle was sharp enough actually to cut off the head of a horse in a single swipe. Like that's how sharp it was. So that's brutal. it's, it, it's intense. Like it's not just a normal sword. I mean, they picked, a really deadly sword. And so I, after doing all that research, I was like, this has to be one of the coolest skins that they've ever brought. Even though it looks a little unique, the representation is super cool. Also, interestingly enough, Aztec warriors used to wear masks. And so I was doing the research on that because obviously the king is wearing a mask on this skin. And the masks of the Aztec warriors are said to be literally made of the faces of their enemies. So after battle, they would go into the battlefield. They would choose an enemy that they had defeated. They would create that enemy, that their face into leather. They would create a leather piece of it. And then they would put shell and stone and, you know, shiny gems and stuff would add it to this facial covering. And then they would literally wear the faces of their enemies into battle. So that is what our king skin is. It is a wicked Aztec bottle sword and, and a crazy, oh my gosh, leather face of your enemy. Like that's the skin of the jungle king. I, is that cool or what? That's crazy. That's like, that's a little intense. It is. Yeah. I don't know that Supercell went that into detail whenever they were making the skin, but that's what it represents. Like they're representing the Aztec culture. And this is what it was. So I don't know. I thought that was really cool. Cole, what do you think about the new jungle skin? Yeah, I mean, I like it. It's it kind of fits the whole um, Town Hall 14 theme that they got going on. And like Tia said, I am also a sucker for the skins and all that. I mean, they I think they nailed it. It looks great. 
did I was about to say, did you buy it? But I guess you, you're going to get the gold pass. So of course you're going to get it. Oh yeah, I'm definitely, I, I definitely have the gold pass and I will definitely be getting it. And I would have bought it if it wasn't in the gold pass. So yeah. And like T said, I'd kind of like to see it in action. Um, especially when he swings that McQuaddle, like I'd like to see how it hits because you know, the, the sound effects of the regular sword are steel on steel. Like whenever you hear it hit something, it's the steel hitting. This is not steel. This is obsidian. So I wonder if they're going to change the sound effect to be something different than the normal steel on steel sound. If, if you play with the volume ups, I don't know. Any ideas with that? I was just going to say, wait, People play this game with the sound on. <laughs> so I I do mainly because I want to know when the CC gets pulled. Like that's the main mm. reason that I play with the sound on because all the other noises annoy me. But when I go into battle, I I turn the sound up so that if I accidentally trigger the CC, or if it's triggered, then I automatically know okay it's poison time, and I I it, it triggers me to look, and so I can grab my poison and put it on the CC at the appropriate time. That's why I listen to it with the with the sound on. But just curious. So, uh, any ideas on future hero skins, Cole? What do you think? I honestly, it's it's always out of left field. I could never really tell you um, <laughs> if I could pin down what it's going to be, but I no. always look. I'm always looking forward to it. I mean, it's like the. Uh, it's like the war, the war scenery they had. I mean, they nailed that one. So it's mm-hmm. kind of just, I'm always patient and always excited to see what they're going to throw at us. <laughs> see, do you have any ideas on future hero skins? I would like to see something for the Royal champion that changes kind of like her look a little more drastically. Like the jungle skin for the Royal champion changes her, changes her a little bit. But I want to see something like cool that like really changes how she looks and maybe something that changes her animations a little bit. That would be kind of kind of sweet. Yeah, so. there's like a little less room for them with the royal champion because she doesn't spawn any troops uh, yeah. like the barbarian king and the archer queen do. So like you know they could sell the barbarian king. I think it was for what Chinese New Year that you know mm-hmm. with the flaming sword and all of his little barbs that he spawns have flaming swords. That would be hard to do for a royal champion, like that level of coolness. Mm. But I, I just like right now, I I feel like we have great skins for the three main cha- um, the three main heroes. So I just want them to do like something awesome for the royal champion, and I'm sure they'll come up with something good for it. You know, one thing that they could do to really improve the animation of the RC is whenever her shield goes out, they could they could almost make the buildings that it hit like have a big explosion. Cause right now you almost miss it. Like it's this little flash of lightning whenever it hits the building. I think it'd be really cool to have a skin that whenever you throw the shield, that it goes bam, 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 bam. And you know exactly which building it hits. And it's super obvious. Uh, that yeah, would be that'd pretty be cool. cool to me. Yeah. yeah so, I would agree. so I know they've gone down this path of decorating heroes in accordance with troops. So I think they have the skeleton King, and there was another one I, uh, it's like the Giant King. The Pekka King. Pekka King. Pekka King. King. That's right. So I was thinking maybe like a Dragon Queen. I know that we've kind of gone through the Game of Thrones whole theme, but I think it'd be really cool to have a Dragon Queen or something that I think would be super funny would be a Wiz, Wizard King. And we could just, we could just shorten it and call him the Wiz King. <laughs> and we could, he could have super hair, maybe. Um, or I thought maybe a, a loony RC, maybe dressed as like a court jester, 
decorate her with some loons, which that's a complete opposite effect of what you just said. And I don't know if that would be cool at all, but some ideas. I mean, so we'll I, see. I like the silly skins too. Um, like the party skins are always just kind of silly, like the party warden just screaming party at every single time he does anything. Yeah. Uh, but, but I don't know. I, I, I think I would like to see more of the, the troop based skins. They haven't done it in a really long time. Mm. See, yeah, I like, think it would be cool if they went back down that road for sure. So, they've yeah. been doing like the theme stuff, like primal and the clockwork, and then they did. They're starting with like the jungle theme and all of that. And I mean, it's cool. I, I kind of wish that rather than getting four theme skins in a row, we could get something a little different. You know, it's just yeah. true. So CWL, we're just about done. We're in day number six. And oh my gosh, it has been a crazy CWL. Not only did we have to do CWL over the July 4th holiday, so we had family drama, of course, in the background. And then on top of that, you, of course, always have the clan drama, people who are hitting bases that other people called, people putting troops in CCs that are complete crap. <laughs> So, mm-hmm. <laughs> Cole, you, you had a few comments on how well CWL was going this month. <laughs> um, it, it's been, I will say, for our, for our Town Hall 12s and 11s um, and Little Gunners, I I feel sorry just because there's a lot of those accounts in there that are, you know, that is their main account. Um, there's always some alternate accounts sprinkled in there. But, I mean, we are just so overmatched. I I think every single war we're drawing up against, you know, 15 town hall 13s and 14s. And yeah. our best is, you know, we're, we have rush town hall 13s at the top. Uh, I mean, mm. it's been, it's been brutal. Now I will say, you know, props to a lot of the people in there. I know we've been, Hizzle and I especially, and even PE, we've been trying our best to keep people's spirits up. Just let them know that, you know, it's not going to be like this next month. Hopefully mm. uh, it's, you know, we're, we're going to demote. That's, that's never fun, but it's, it's been an uphill battle for us the entire time in Little Gunners. Yeah. Well, so my Town Hall 12 is actually in Little Gunners right now. <clears throat> my Town Hall 13 is in um, Loot and Grind. But my Town Hall 12 is number four on the map. And I've been hitting pretty much Town Hall 14s uh, all the, the whole CWL, and it has been rough. I mean, getting a blimp through as a Town Hall 12 into a Town Hall 14 whenever that, you know, the, the ring bases are the meta. And so trying to get my town hall 12 through troops through and then get my blimp through and, and on top of that, get 50% has just been really rough. So I, I, I think it's a good thing um, that we're going to demote. So that way we actually have a chance next month. We're in what crystal three. Is that right? Yeah. Crystal three. Mm. And I mean, it's as rough as it's been, I think for a lot of, a lot of us in little gunners, there are things to learn. Um, you know, I'm seeing a lot of blimps that are they're doing a couple loons and trying going across half the base. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, they're not using their tome properly. Uh, they're they're placing e drags all over the map instead of trying to get the chain value to work together. So, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that I think there is a good place for people to learn from. Right. But it can be demoralizing, and then having someone like myself trying to teach them. Not, how to tome and do those things when I mean, we're getting blown out of the water by Town Hall 14. So you kind of have to pick and choose your battle on that one. Right. And it's just been rough. 
I mean, it's been good. So you make some good points in that there are definitely things to learn. Uh, we've also had, you know, quite a few people who have joined us recently. And so we have all those new attackers coming in with Town Hall 11s and Town Hall 12s. And so them getting in such a rough matchup from the, from the get go is definitely rough. Uh, so, uh, Sons of Guns, T, why did you guys decide not to go ahead with, uh, Warring and Sons of Guns, the CWL? So I think one of the big problems that we're running into is, this series of updates for Town Hall 14 has been very demoralizing and has really kind of burnt out a lot of people. And it's been really tough to try and keep everybody motivated and try to keep everybody doing their best. And there's just a lot of, uh, I don't know, I don't want to say like lack of trying because I think a lot of people are trying, but I think trying to keep up with the meta with the new Dragon Riders trying to keep up with the new bases and the rise and then fall of ring bases in popular meta. And then couple that with trying to get your pets done, trying to get your heroes done, trying to get all the buildings done. It's just like a lot of stuff that all stack up and we've mm-hmm. been just struggling a little bit. Um, and we really, we, we worked for a year to get the champs three and it took a lot of effort and it took a lot of time and it took mm-hmm. a lot of practice. And we don't want to just demote in our first <laughs> attempt at Champs 3. Right. So we're trying to get the Ducks in, in a row. We're trying to have everybody have a little chance to get their pets up in line because it's insane how much time the pets take. And if you don't have your heroes done yet, the amount of Dark Elixir that you need to get everything done is just bonkers. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know... I, for the first time in the entire time that I've been playing, I've been playing for almost two years straight now on this new account. I have not kept heroes down on my second account. Mm. My, my heroes have been sporadically upgraded on that account. And that's, Mm. that's, I used to keep all six heroes down 24 seven until they were done. I just like, don't, I don't feel that it's worth it, right? Like, you don't even... In Town Hall 14, you have 10 levels for each of your pets and only 5 levels of your heroes, and they really don't give you that much until you're done. It's just real tough. So I think we're, we're still just trying to grind it out, try not to get burnt out, and try not to get too disappointed, right? Like, if we were to just go into Sons of Guns and do Champs uh, CWL and just instantly demote, I think we would lose a lot of guys, mm, and yeah. we don't Definitely. Yeah, I agree with that. So we decided we were going to do uh, 30v war uh, CWL in Loot and Grind, uh, which honestly, I, I actually wanted that because one of the sucky things about SOG being in champions is I'm only in Town Hall 13. And so if all of you guys are in SOG and, and most of you guys have second accounts that would be in Loot and Grind, but let's just be real. Like you're going to be with your main accounts more often than you're going to be with your secondary accounts. And so typically that's where the action happens is with our main accounts. And so mm-hmm. I, I really wanted us to all be in loot and grind personally. And this is a totally selfish statement, but I wanted <laughs> us to be in loot and grind. So that way I could hang out with you guys and I could chill and I could watch your attacks. Uh, I could learn from you guys. Cole has been getting on nonstop and giving guys pointers, which has been great. Uh, hey, you know, you need a tome here. Just, just like he was saying, he was doing the little gunners. He was giving some points in loot and grind as well. Um, you know, think about putting your heroes here rather than here. 
Um, you know, whenever you use that troop, make sure you do this, that, and the other. And I, I really enjoy reading that kind of stuff. And if all of you were over in Sons of Guns and then my Town Hall 13 has to go to Loot and Grind to do CWL, then I would miss out on that. So yeah. I was actually really thankful <laughs> that we all voted. Granted, I know next month or maybe the month after you guys are going to make that jump. It's still going to be a while before I get to Town Hall 14. <laughs> yeah. But eventually. Just be, be, be grateful, honestly, because hopefully <laughs> by the time that you get there, maybe Supercell will do some adjustment because I, I don't think we're the only ones that are struggling with uh, burnout in mm-hmm. Town Hall 14 because even in EYG, we're noticing that a lot of Town Hall 14s have stopped playing as much and mm-hmm. it's kind of troubling, but we'll see how it goes. So some of that, I imagine, has to do with the summertime, right? Yeah, I mean, well, it, we've had the conversation, you know, there, there's like a there's a fine mix of people who play the game, you know, you get your college kids and it's summer break, and you know, you want them to live their lives, and it's also we are stepping out of a pandemic where all we were doing was staying inside true. I mean, that's all you could, that's all you could do, and you know, it's summertime and people get restless in the summertime and restrictions have eased up a bit. So, you know, naturally people, they're going to see their friends. They're going to see their family. They're going out and doing things. So that I think is also kind of taken a chunk out of people because not only do they not want, I mean, nobody, I personally stay in legends because I can't do the farming. The farming burns me out and mm. having to farm for that town hall 14 plus, you know, the pandemic kind of, coming to the end where we're at or coming to whatever end and end it. I think those two mixed together has kind of created this perfect storm for these first few months, especially at town hall 14. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I also think what's interesting to note is since I don't have an account in little gunners, I think it's interesting to note the power creep in CWL because it used to be that in crystal three, a town hall 11 had no problem getting mm-hmm. eight stars. Mm-hmm. And I feel like now a town hall 11 can't even hang and you probably need to be in gold two or lower. Yep. So, well, so I, my town hall 12, I, I mean, I'm just being honest. It's been rough. Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I have had, I have been, um, unless I hit down, I mean, and, and when I'm talking hitting down, I'm talking about hitting like five down in order to even reach a mid-level town hall 13. And so I'm having to literally hit, almost max town hall 14s almost every war and it's just been it's been demoralizing i mean i have my eight stars but still like it it's just it's been rough so i it, it is interesting because in your whole rush guide that's one of the reasons why you talk about rushing is because you can get to crystal 3 and eventually you can farm uh CWL metals and it's totally worth it so I, i'm curious does that affect your rush guide at all if the if you have to be in say gold 2 in order to m- meet those demands well so the the i have to rewrite the guide a little bit uh in that Obviously, you can't really hang in crystal anymore, um, so you get less metals. But what it does do is it increases. Like w- what I used to say was, go to Town Hall 11 because the difference between Town Hall 11 and Town Hall 12 CWL performance is very slim. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I mean? Like a Town Hall 11 can hang in Crystal three. A Town Hall 12 could hang in Crystal two or one, maybe. Mm-hmm. Right. So the difference between those two things is pretty small, especially because. You know, depending on how your clan does, the metal difference is going to be pretty slim. But now I think that that gap is opening up where to hang in crystal, you got to be tw- town hall 12 minimum to get 
eight stars. Mm, right? And yeah. that's like, you're, it's not going to be easy. It's not going to be like, oh, cool. I'm just going to show up with e-drags and blimps and get my eight stars and, and chill. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, so now I think the, the differential is probably to get your town hall 11 to, to be easy is probably gold three or, mm. or lower. That's like crazy yeah. where, but what, like when you're thinking about that, now you're like, okay, well, if I was to try and max town hall nine or town hall 10, what am I got to be in? bronze like yeah. where, where can i even get eight stars on a town hall nine in cwl like mm. nowhere you know so it's nice that they've reduced some of the timers but i i think it's i'm gonna have to kind of rewrite the guide that town hall 11 is basically dead for cwl like you got to get to town hall 12 and put your heroes fast and and like non-stop because otherwise where can you even get medals yeah you know what i mean you're gonna get like 60 medals a month and that's like worthless well, even in LNG, uh, loot and grind, like I, I'm a town hall 13 and I think two of the wars, I, two or three of the wars, I've had to go against town hall 14s. Even like, or granted, this is masters two that we're talking about. So it's a little bit different, but mm-hmm. to, to go from one level town hall and have to attack one level town hall up isn't near as bad as having to attack two town halls up. And that's really been where the demoralizing feelings have come in little gunners. So I, as, as much as I hate it that we're demoting, I, I'm going to be thankful next month whenever we are matched against decently equal bases and we actually have a shot at, at doing well because it's not just about gaining medals. I mean, true, we're all there for the medals, right? I, I it's not really CWL is not a tournament that's valid for anybody who is below town hall 14. Let's let's just be honest, but still when you do it, you want to feel like you're accomplishing something. And when you're having to take in an army, every single war of CWL just to try to eke out a two star, like it really gets old really quick. I don't know. Cole, do you feel that way? Yeah. And I mean that, that, it's you want to feel like you're contributing to something. And mm-hmm. if you can't, if you're one starring all the time, you know, it, it is demoralizing because, you know, now you're sitting here and you're like, well, I only contributed one star and, you know, you could have lost by two and you're <laughs> sitting there frustrated. Cause it's like, I, I wish I could do more, even though there's not a lot that you could be doing. I mean, you're fighting uphill and to be honest, your clan mates are probably looking at it going, Honestly, I'll take you're you're fighting up like a twelve against a fourteen is a huge. It's a pretty big jump, and you're probably mm-hmm. sitting there like, man, that 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 was rough. I'm sorry, I couldn't get another one. And then everyone else is probably looking at it thinking, you got one at least. Yeah, no, and that's what I'm thinking. Like, I some of these guys are getting one stars, and they're posting in chat, man, I'm I'm a you know I'm a piece of crap or whatever. And I I I'm all I can say is, dude, you're good. I mean. Seriously, it's it's number one, it's just a game. Number two, we're hitting up way out of our league, so don't feel bad at all. Um, and hopefully next month will be better. I mean, you know, that's all that I can say. So, uh, Cole, what do you feel about the current meta? I mean, you have an account in Little Gunners, right? Yeah, I do. So Little Gunners is in uh, Crystal 3. Uh, LNG is in Masters 2. Are you seeing a lot of Dragon Riders I, in Masters 2 versus Little I, – I guess – Little Gunners, the, the teams there, or the um, clans that we're going against could use them. <laughs> None of our Town Hall 11s or 12s are going to have them. But how do you feel about the current meta of the game in both LNG and in Little Gunners? I just think as a whole, uh, I mean, a lot of what you're seeing, and I'll say for little um, for LNG to start with, I mean, a lot of what you're seeing from the ones that are consistently tripling, you're either going to see 
the ground army you're going to see is Pekka Smash. I mean, that, or Chinese Smash, whatever variant you want to call it. I mean, that's still, it's still there. It's still very strong. It's used a lot. But then you're going to see E-Dragons, you're going to see some form of Lalo, and you're going to see Drag Riders. Mm. Now, whatever the mix is with them, if the most of these triples you're going to end up watching are probably those attacks. Mm. I mean, those are the most commonly used. Now, for little gunners, I can't speak too much. I've seen a lot of witches on our end. Um, mm-hmm. Granted, you know, it's it's a Town Hall. A lot of those are Town Hall 11s where witches are, I mean, it's still a good hit at Town Hall 11. You can mm-hmm. zap out some Infernos and you can get a lot with your witches. Right. And E-Drags. Like, E-Drags is what I use primarily at 11 just because if you know how to use E-Drags, they are very, very strong. I can't speak too much to little gunners, but those are probably the main ones for loot and grind. Yeah, so my Town Hall 11 right now is actually in Frostlight 2, uh, and I think they are also in Crystal 3, if I'm remembering right. And it's been a pretty even matchup. Granted, I'm much, much lower on the map. We have several Town Hall 14s and Town Hall 13s that are in the match with us. But I'm seeing, as you said, uh, most of my attacks have been uh, Zap Witches or Super Archers. Super Archers seem to be the other attack that I'm using a lot. And it's 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 gone very well. Um, I'm not sure if we're going to promote or not. I, I can't remember. I haven't, haven't checked, but T, what are you, what are you seeing with the current meta of the game? What are you feeling? Um, right now, I, I still think that dragon base attacks, um, either E drag or regular are really, really strong. Um, I'm seeing a lot in pro stuff where they're using queen charge dragon riders. And I think it's probably actually a little weaker than I initially thought. And I think that combining dragons and dragon riders into what's kind of being called Hydra in some mm-hmm. places, I yeah. think that's actually way stronger. And I've had pretty decent success so far this CWL with it, with two 99% time fails with like just heartbreaking amount like of <laughs> overkill where I'm just like, oh, one building, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I've gotten a couple triples, uh, and it's. I feel like what's funny with the Town Hall 14 meta right now is that I feel like you either massively overkill something, and you're like, wow, this game is super easy. Why is this ever a struggle? Or, like, your entire army dies, and you're basically lucky to get 70% two-star. Mm. And I don't really... I don't think I have a full full understanding of why that is, but I feel like whenever we do our comp wars, we're struggling really, really hard to get triples. And in CWL, it feels like the only time I don't triple is when I time fail. Mm, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I mean? And so I don't. You think that's due to the base building? Uh, the the just the base building for CWL is so far, so much further behind than actual esports comp wars that it's the new base building meta that's we're struggling with in our esports wars versus the bases that we're facing in CWL are bases maybe that are left over from, you know, two, three, four months ago. That could definitely be part of it. Um, I think one of the things that's tough is just not having that much time to plan, which, you know, in esports right. you get anywhere between 15 and 50 minutes to plan your attack. Mm-hmm. So that's, Something, it's also like there's a lot more pressure on, you know, you need to do better with a limited amount of time and also, you know, not choke, um, which is really tough. You know, it's it's yeah. difficult to do uh, consistently. Mm-hmm. And I think, yeah, you're right, for sure. The CWL bases, I you know, 
I can't tell you how many times that I've seen that stupid four island base that's still being <laughs> yes. used. I oh just hit God. it. I just hit it uh, yesterday, last night. I just hit it. I I'm hit it. Uh, Queen charge. Uh, Queen charge. Drag. Queen charge. Drag bat. Yeah, threed it. But still, I I probably hit that thing twenty times. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I hit it. And I like when I first started. Back in 2019, <laughs> I, I that base was popular. You know what I mean? Like you can't. Yes. It's so annoying that that base still exists, and yet is not like a free triple every time. Like I've tripled it a good amount, and I have a pretty high percentage of triples on it. And usually, my standard is I leave one building behind in my entry, and then I time fail, which is <laughs> my nemesis. Worst. I know, but. I, like, how is that base not a free three-star, like, yeah. every war? You know what I mean? Like, you should be incentivized <laughs> not to use it because they're just getting crushed all the time. And yet it doesn't. It's almost like we've modded it, like, 19 or 20 times. So, right. it, oh, yeah, I've, I've hit this base for plenty of times. I should be able to through it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's just nuts to me that that base still exists. So have, but, you, yeah. have you seen any other combinations? I know that the three catchphrases, whatever you call them, that have been bandied around have been Flybrid, Skybrid, and Hydra. I know that Hydra is typically dragons, Hybrid dragons. I'm guessing that's what it stands for, Hydra. <laughs> Sorry, it's been a long day. <laughs> but yeah, dragons and dragon riders. So have you seen anything Flybrid and Skybrid? Is, is that synonyms for minions and dragon riders? Or what have you seen? I think Flybrid... You, you correct me if I'm wrong. Flybrid has, Flybrid was the super minions and dragons. Okay, um, right. Correct me if I'm wrong. That's what that's been. But I think a lot of people have gone with Hydra because it is that distinction. Okay. Of um, and it keeps you know it's hybrid dragons like you said instead of like the hybrid of flying troops. So I think that's why they've kind of gone with Hydra. The only other thing I've seen. And I don't, I don't know necessarily if this falls into Hydra's. You will get the attackers who they do mix the Inferno babies in, mm. uh, with, with those, um, uh, dragon riders. So that's, that's like the only other combination that I've really seen, uh, besides the standard dragon, dragon riders, uh, mix. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what names come out of all these. I remember back in the day, and I'm not sure if you guys remember, but Hulk was a uh, YouTuber that used to YouTube the war community. And he actually kind of picked these names. Uh, and back in the day, there was just a kill squad entry. And so if it was one golem, it was cold blooded. If it was two golems, it was shattered. If it was three golems, it was stoned. And so that way, whenever you're planning out your attack, you would just say, yeah, I got cold blooded entry at three o'clock and everybody would know what you're talking about. So it, it'll be interesting to see. I, I'm seeing Hydra more than anything, I think. So I'm thinking that's probably the name that will pick up and, and have wings, most likely. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Dad jokes galore. So nice. any, any predictions on the next updates? Cole, what do you think is going to be the next thing that's updated, and when do you think that might happen? I'm hoping it doesn't happen for a while. Uh, probably I'm hoping like six months or something just to give people some time. But oh. if there's anything that's going to drop, yeah, I really do. I mean, it, mm. I maybe not at the pro level, but I'm curious to see what Supercell's number are with the burnout that we've, uh, you know, the burnout we've talked about. Right. I do think it's going to have to be another ground troop. I mean, it, you know, maybe hogs. I, hogs still get used a, a decent amount. You mean for super troops? 
for super troops, maybe, I mean, a hog, I, I don't know. I think it's, it's probably going to have to be a ground troop of some sort because right. I feel like they just, they just did the loon super troop, you know, um, they just did an air normal troop. So I do think that they're going to have to kind of, I think in an attempt to kind of level it out a little bit more, if that's what you can call it, they're going to go back to some super troop that is a ground troop or another level for a ground troop. Right. And I think that they're going to have to do something to get everybody to pique their interest. Cause I, I do think you're right. Granted it is summertime. Uh, and as you said, you know, COVID restrictions are ending. So people are going out to eat more. Uh, I know that me and my wife and my son are going to go see boss baby in the theater, uh, tomorrow night. So, you know, stuff like that. Um, when before we would just stay inside and, and wouldn't go anywhere and would play clash, you know? Yeah. But, but I definitely agree. I think ground, I think the two troops that have been bandied around as far as the most likely super troop are, I've heard the most of are hogs and pekkas. Um, yeah, the, and the P.E.K.K.A. I've heard as being um, compared to the P.E.K.K.A. that's in the builder base. So something that's a little bit bigger. Uh, they did bring out the, I forget what they call it. I, I'm, I'm about to say Super P.E.K.K.A., but it's not Super P.E.K.K.A. in that challenge. Mega P.E.K.K.A. Yeah, that, mega yeah. P.E.K.K.A. Oh, that Mega P.E.K.K.A. It's 300 that, troop it, space and it one-shots <laughs> everything. Yeah, when you say that, though, it, it, it makes sense, you know, for it would make sense that they kind of tease that and then that's the next super troop or something along that. But let me tell you, first time I played that, I, I'm dropping the air troops thinking this thing can't touch it. And then right. boom, they're just dropping like flies. I was shocked. Well, so the interesting thing about the Mega P.E.K.K.A. is the only way that it hitting air troops makes sense is if it's in a defensive CC because there's nothing flying on your base whenever you hit it. Like they don't have to reach up and hit anything. Uh, I mean, they can hit all of the buildings as a ground troop, unless uh, defensive troops like uh, lava hounds. Oh, that's true. Like if you have a troop that comes out of the CC, that is true. I yeah. didn't think about that. Or unless Supercell is thinking about adding a flying defense of some kind, which would be interesting. Uh, they did introduce the idea of defensivizing the village girls. So, you know, whenever your base is hit, you have the village girls who are running around the base, clapping their hands, you know, doing whatever village girls do around the village. And they had a, a drawing of a village girl that hopped onto the expo. So I, they defensivized the builder huts. So it would be kind of cool if the village girls hopped in these little, I don't know, dragon rider helicopters or something. And started shooting down in your troops. Um, and that's where I would think a Mega P.E.K.K.A. would come in handy is if you had air-based defensive troops or air-based defenses that would shoot down on the attacking army. That's the only only thing that I can think of as a prediction. So I don't know. Do you guys have any additional thoughts on that? Uh, yeah. So let me let me toot my own horn a little bit. Um, <laughs> when Town Hall 14 initially dropped, this is, again, it's going to shock you. I made a spreadsheet. Um, <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Shocking. And, um, and so on the spreadsheet, I did all of the upgrades for buildings that they released on the initial drop. And then I did all of my predictions of what I thought they were going to add. So far, I have nailed every single defensive upgrade that they have released. Um, <laughs> to the day. And I will show you the spreadsheet when we finish and you can see that I've nailed every single one. Um, I nailed the barracks. I got the Archer Towers. I got the Teslas, the Wizard Towers. Um, so what I think is going to happen in the next update, 
Um, I think we're definitely going to get a level of expo. Mm -hmm. I think we're going to get one level at 18 days, maybe the second level at 19 days. Okay. I think we're possibly going to get another level of wizard tower at 19 days, but Mm -hmm. I'd be surprised if they did those back to back. Mm -hmm. So what I think we're going to get is we're going to get expo level, then we're going to get a cannon level at 18 days. And the third thing that I think is probably going to drop is either another level of workshop with a new siege machine, which I'd be surprised mm, by. I didn't think about I, that. I don't think we're going to get that yet. Um, just because the log launcher is still kind of warping the meta a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wouldn't be shocked. Uh, the other thing I think we're going to get is a new dark troop. Um, I think we're going to get a dark barracks upgrade at level, uh, sorry, at 15 days uh, as an upgrade at town hall 13. And I think there's going to be, a new troop with, you know, same sort of three-level thing um, that they did before. Any ideas on what you think that might be? So, right now, there's got to be some sort of switch to, like, kind of take air down out of the meta a little bit. Because right now, I feel like when you watch esports, like, nine out of ten hits is some sort of dragon or air hit. Right. Um, I think, like Cole said before, Pack Smash is still viable, I just think it's such a higher risk of not tripling than mm-hmm. any of the other air hits that you, it's pretty rare to see them. Mm-hmm. Um, there are certain Chinese clans that are still using them, and they're really, really good at them. So, you know, it's still strong. I just I think, like, the air hits are just better. So I would be... I wouldn't be surprised if it's some sort of defense targeting or other... Like, they've done a, a bunch of weird troops in a row, which is interesting, other than the Dragon Rider. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm not really sure what they're going to do, but I wouldn't be surprised if it was like maybe like a defensive targeting tanky unit that actually does damage, not like a golem, you know? Mm, right. Yeah, or, I mean, cool. they could do something that would be even cooler, like, you know, steal the, the hog rider um, from Battle Base or steal the cannon cart from Battle Base. Or, right. Or know, the Night like Witch other, even. Right. You know, something. Um, but I, I think we're going to get a Dark Barracks upgrade next uh, mm. because they definitely needs something. Um, as far as troops go, I would be... Hmm. I, I see, it's funny, because if, if they want hybrid to come back into the meta, they have to upgrade so many troops all at once that I'd be surprised if they released them all. You know, so I think they probably will see some irrelevant troop upgrades. Like, we'll probably get a giant level. We'll probably get um, <laughs> a Valkyrie level, because, like, those don't matter. Right. Uh, and they're not going to change the meta at, at all. I think there's just so many troops that are really hard for them to give an extra level to. Like, if they give an extra level to su- to regular wizards, then that's going to make Blizzard strong again. <laughs> and mm-hmm. Blizzard's already strong. So it's kind of like, mm, are they really going to do that again? So I don't know. It's it's harder to predict the troops because Supercell is a little, a little more random with those, whereas, like, the buildings... Like, I'll show you the spreadsheet after. I've yeah. nailed everyone because it's it's math. And, like, they, they're really predictable. It's, it's super easy to predict how much they're going to do. Yeah, and, uh, and if you're okay with it, I'll I'll put the link in the show notes. That way uh, other people can look at the um, at the document as well, if you're okay with that. Yeah, I'll have to I'll have to use my <laughs> different email account to do yeah, that. Yeah, one. yeah, yeah. We'll figure it out. We'll get it. We'll get it in there. So I know a lot of their upgrade pattern is going to be based on their investors too. I mean, we know that they're in this to make money 
And so they have to be watching the numbers and I'm sure that they're comparing the numbers from this summer compared to previous summers on how much money they're making. And anytime they introduce a new troop or anytime they introduce a new town hall level, they, they bring in a bunch of, of investing or a, a bunch of, a bunch of money. Like we, we open our coffers and give them money so that way we can upgrade our bases faster and get this new troop faster. So I think a lot of their upgrade schedule is going to, or whether or not they introduce new troops and such is going to be based on how much money they're bringing in. Uh, do you think that might be the case T? Yeah. I, so I know Cole said we want to wait for six months. We're not going to get six months. We have another month. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm predicting like, so I think next September. month is, I think August. You think uh, August? Yeah, because August is the nine year anniversary and they always do big stuff for their mm. anniversaries. So I think we, I don't think we're going to get a big update. I don't think we're going to get anything crazy for August, but we're going to get something because they, they, they've done it every other August. And I'd be mm. like, they, they messed up the timing a little bit. Um, by releasing Town Hall 14 so early, because I was thinking that the schedule was going to be Town Hall 14 was going to get released maybe I was like thinking last June. Month. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what I thought. Then June and then August would be our first, you know, additional content update with the nine year anniversary, mm-hmm. and then sometime around December would be the next like big one. But right. so they released Town Hall 14 early and then released this second um, update kind of early. So I, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they're not going to do something for their nine year this year. Maybe we'll just get like a bunch of the, the base attack uh, challenges that they've been doing, you know, like the mega Pekka one and all of those, which are, those are always fun. I really like them. I'm, I'm glad that they're doing those. Those are, those <laughs> yeah. are so cold. I wish we that... get like one every month. Cole, does that make you sad hearing that we're likely to get something next month? Yeah, it just makes me sad because I know I'm going to spend money. That's, that's probably the only reason. <laughs> well, that's the reason that they do it. <laughs> but it, it, I mean, it makes sense though. Uh, you wait six months. Um, I mean, then you're pushing right into worlds and the last thing they want to do, or, you know, not pushing, but I mean, you're getting close the longer you wait. And the last thing they're going to want to do is a week or two before worlds. Hey, guess what guys? All these pros, you've got all this to deal with and level up because mm. I mean, at that point, they're all geared up. They're ready to go. I mean, their bases are maxed. And I think for a lot of them, especially because it's past qualifiers, uh, you know, right. they're not, they're not going to want to sit here. Granted, they have the money to do it. They're not going to want to sit here and have to deal with all that. Right. Well, at least that the average player is not going to have to deal with that. I mean, by yeah. that point, it's down to what six, six, is it six teams that are in the world's, uh, finals? Um, I the, think it's eight. Eight teams yeah, that actually go yeah. to to Finland and actually, you know, compete uh, live, kind of a thing. Yeah, so that'll be interesting. So the last thing uh, that Supercell introduced recently is Clash Quest, which is a turn-based strategic battle game. They actually introduced three different games, but Clash Quest seems to be the one that they've really pushed the most. Uh, they introduced it into Finland, Sweden, uh, the Scandinavian companies or companies <laughs> countries. And they actually just introduced it live in Canada just a few days ago. I think maybe a week or so ago. Uh, I wonder if it's going to be live in the U.S. soon. Do you guys know anything about that game? Um, I know that you can try it out if you make a new Apple ID and just base your Apple ID in Canada. Or if you use a VPN, you can play on Android. But honestly, I'm not that desperate to play. All right, Cole, are you going to try it out at all? Or are you going to try to get it or just wait till it comes out? I'll probably just wait till it comes out. Um, I think that's more being I have my hands full with this clash game. Uh, <laughs> so it's kind of one of those to where I, I play a lot. I play this clash. I mean, 
I play Clash of Clans a lot. Uh, it's mm-hmm. kind of going to be one of those where, you know, I'm out of my Legends attacks. I don't have a war hit to do. I'll, you know, I'll pop over and I'll play this for a bit. You know, that's probably going to be the case for me. Yeah, I guess we'll see how it goes. What about you, T? Uh, I'm curious. I I actually played Brawl Stars for a very long time. Well, not a long time. Maybe like six or eight months mm-hmm. before I got back into Clash of Clans. And the reason I stopped playing Brawl Stars is because I didn't have people to play with. Mm. Um, so I don't know. I think this is like... It's an interesting game. I think Supercell has a lot of very talented people that work for them, and they do make good games. I never really got into Clash Royale, but I do know a lot of people that really, really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, I'll definitely check it out. Uh, and I think Supercell has kind of figured out that, you know, you obviously have your whale players that are going to buy a ton of things, like everything that you put in the store they'll buy. But they've also kind of figured out to, like, how to monetize the non-whales by mm-hmm. giving you just crazy good, you know, like $5 deals that gets you a ton of additional content yeah. for their games. <laughs> yeah, the, the the cold teas and tips. <laughs> right. Of the game. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> so I think they'll probably have something like that. And I'm, you know, the animation is going to be stellar and I'm sure it's going to be fun. You know what I mean? It's just, do I have time for another game? And it'll depend on you know, it, how much time that that game is going to ask out of your day. And mm. that'll determine whether or not I, I stick with it. You know, it, like Cole said, if it's something that you can just like pop in, like if I'm farming and uh, all my armies are down on all of my accounts and I still have a couple minutes and I can pop in and play this for a little while. Yeah, I'll probably check it out and see how yeah. it is. But, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. So thank you guys for coming on tonight. I really appreciate it. Uh, do you guys have any final comments? Cole, did you have anything you wanted to say before we sign off? The only thing I'll say is as it pertains to the meta, it's just definitely something to keep an eye on. It's it's predominantly going to be drags. That's all it's been. Mm-hmm. But I, the reason, like I said, I think it's going to shift towards a ground troop is because as these bases are all shifting towards, okay, well, we need to stop this. It's you know it's going to get to the point to where everyone's going to realize, well, all these bases are just trying to fight off drags and dragon riders. So it's mm-hmm. going to start to shift back towards. You could sneak in hog. I mean, if you're really good, you could sneak in hogs. You can get a hybrid back in there. Right. Uh, it's just something you know. It, the meta is always changing. I always suggest watching streamers and listening to what they say about it because it, it's always changing and they've always got something to say about it and what's good and what's not good. Mm, interesting. T, what are your final comments? Um, I'm just really hoping that we don't get more pet levels. <laughs> I don't, Please I don't God. think, yeah, I don't think with the, the outcry that I've heard in relation to pets, I don't think, I do think that we're going to get five more levels of heroes. Oh, for sure. That's in my prediction. <laughs> yeah, but I I don't think I think that they're done with pet levels, and I I think too that they're going to lower the cost of pets. I mean, I'm not I'm not the great predictor. So, great predictor, what do you think about the cost of pets and and future upgrades a year from now? Do you think that they're going to lower the cost of pets by a lot? Uh you know, I am, have been surprised since the release of Town Hall 13 about how stingy um, Supercell has been about time and cost reductions mm. they've been they've been like stacking cost reductions on town hall nine and lower and then like tapping town hall 10 with reductions and then they finally just reduced town hall 11 you know in the town hall 14 mm-hmm. updates whereas previously every time there was a new town hall release everything below that town hall got re- got reduced right and i was really surprised well not surprised but i was really disappointed when town hall 14 came out that they didn't touch town hall 13 at all and that they 
barely touched Town Hall 12. Right. And I was like, that was that was pretty stingy to me, especially because of how long the timers are in Town Hall 13 and in Town Hall 14. So I think if Supercell wants to continue releasing new Town Halls and attracting new players and doing the things that they do great, they really should consider reducing, maybe not even reducing the times and costs, but maybe having pets available while they're upgrading would be one big step towards Mm -hmm. making it less painful. And two, making that stupid pet house be affected by builder potions or research yes. potions or both. <laughs> yes, pick a lane. They just did. They yeah. didn't pick a lane. It's you know right. it can use a it uses a hero book and heroes use hero books too. That's what they're called. But the builder timers, the building pot reduces the heroes, but it doesn't do it to that to the pets, and it doesn't do the lab the research potion either. So it's like Supercell picked half a lane, and then they're like, you know what, we don't want it to be that easy. Mm. Do you think right. that they're the Gary that they're going to introduce a new pot or a new book of some kind specific for the pets? That would make me very mad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that would just be another one of those things that they can put in like a twenty dollar offer and be like, hey, look, it's one book, but you get all of these other pet potions. So, I'm just going to be so mad. Well, so it makes me super curious that whenever I finally do reach Town Hall fourteen, and I'm suspecting it'll be about four months from now, maybe five months from now that I wonder what the Town Hall 14 offer is going to be. Because by that time, I mean, they're going to be, I mean, at least 75% complete on their updates. And are they going to have, get all max pets and max heroes for $200 or something like that? You know? I don't think they've changed the Town Hall offers over time. I think they're pretty locked in. I don't think they they changed like the Town Hall 13 one, right? Like the Town Hall 13 one is... $50 $50 to skip the worst week of farming in all of Clash of Clans until <laughs> Town Hall 14 got released. Right. Yeah, that's true. And then plus you get like the boost, the five day boost that they give when you do the upgraded Town Halls now too. And I mean, it, it doesn't seem like a lot, but I honestly probably wish I had that. Yeah, true. Yeah, it's it's funny that first CWL that we had where we had a whole bunch of new Town Hall 14s that all dropped like right as the CWL happened. I think we had such an easier time because we all had level six pets like instantly, yep. you know, whereas like yep. I haven't had level six pets for all of my attacks since, you know, mm-hmm. what I mean? yep. so it's, 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 I don't know, man, I, I'm just really hoping that they understand that that's a huge grind and that they should not be adding to it anytime soon. Well, but, we'll see. I think they're listening. Yeah. So hopefully they, they hear T said it right here on the clash Coast <laughs> podcast. <laughs> so yeah, for we'll the, see. For the listeners, I have been having some minor issues with Spotify. I've had some volume issues. I've had some streaming issues. I'm putting in tickets to try to fix those. Uh, I'm also, I've been uploading as an MP4 and I'm going to try uploading as an MP3 to see if I can fix that. But the issue is only with Spotify. It's literally not with any of the other podcast apps, at least that I know of. And I've been checking out some of the other podcast apps. So for now, if you're having issues with Spotify listening, I just recommend that you switch over, switch over to Apple Podcasts, switch over to Google Podcasts or whatever it is that you might listen to. And hopefully there won't be the issues with the podcast there. To stay up to date with podcast episodes, follow me on Twitter at TipDog20. You can also email the podcast, ClashJetsPodcast at gmail.com. Thanks, guys, for coming on. Uh, you both rock for sure. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us.